Hey there, you beautiful cats and kittens. What's up, um, you furries? Yeah. <laughs> this is DJ DeMorgans. DJ Geist? Uh, DJ Trismegistus of the Hermetic Order, the Mythic Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> and over here we have a special guest with a broken mic, kind of, not really. DJ Girlfriend. All right. All right. And, and this, this is... is philosophy we think oh we got it we got it we promised you it would be better guys and it was uh last if you listened to us in our last show it was really really bad um anyways we are a philosophy show this is philosophy we think and this is our first official show of the semester we usually cover one to two philosophical papers or some sort of like classical text. Guys is stressed, dude. This Lawrence guy freaked me out. Yeah, he's a he's an interesting character. Uh, do you want Does anybody want to give initial thought? I I believe uh, DJ. I'm not saying the whole. Thing. <laughs> I believe DJ Triz. Triz. <laughs> Dude, that's good, bro. That's good. All right, I'm good. Uh, did did you read the paper? Uh, I did not. Okay, but you got but you got an idea. I know Aristotle. Okay, okay yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. You'll be our Aristotelian expert tonight. Yeah, um, it was <laughs> it was Maddie, and now it's you. Exactly. I can't replace. I can't replace that. No yeah. one can come close. Yeah, Maddie was, Maddie was taking some interesting takes towards yeah, she had Aristotle. Some bad takes. Bad takes. I don't uh, know if I'd say they're bad. I'd just say they were. Interesting. I think Lawrence, who we're talking about tonight, Gavin Lawrence, um, I think he also had an interesting or a similar objection to Aristotle that he sort of like devolves into relativism and then he's given us really nothing. Um, I mean, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's basically what Maddie was getting at. She was just kind of taking that to its conclusion, I thought. And she was, I, I feel like she was just agreeing with it. I almost had to like. You know, be like chill. You know, with Aristotle. Yeah, I mean, I think on her end, like it's maybe not a bad. I mean, it's probably not. She's a she's an Austin girl through and through. I don't know. That's not related. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that was related at all. But yeah. Yeah. Austinites are relativists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we have no morals. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, let's see. So I had a quote that I wanted to start. So we're covering two papers tonight. The first one that we're going to cover is, do you have the name of it, DJ Geist? Yeah, um, Human Good. Nope, nope, we're covering this one first. Oh, Cosman. which, oh, um, Cosman? Cosman, yeah. Being properly affected, virtues and feelings in Aristotle's ethics. Mm. So that's the first one we're covering. They're going to think we did this, dude. I don't do this. I yeah, throw away my not, trash. Not my, I don't even drink Dasani, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's bad water. Yeah, that's trash. Yeah. Anti-ad. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-ad. Yeah. Dasani, why are you putting sodium to make me more thirsty in your water? <laughs> yeah. Trash. Trash. Um, anyways, okay, 68. Here, so I've got a quote that I wanted to start the show with that I found uh, – Particularly interesting from our reading this week. Is this the Lawrence quote? or Yeah, this is the Lawrence quote. Dude, I'm so not this... reading that. That's a mouthful. No, no, I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it. I have it right here. Oh, okay. But uh, this this comes out of our second reading, which we'll be covering if we get to it. We may not have time. If not, we'll cover it probably not next episode because we'll just we're move having on. a guest but, uh, on. But we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get to it at some point, maybe. Um, anyways, 
This is uh, coming from an analytic paper out of the Oxford uh, Handbook for the Nicomachean Ethics. And he goes uh, hardcore analytic on us. Talking about the contemplative life, mm -hmm. he says that this could be extended to mathematics and then perhaps also to the order of the cosmos itself and thence perhaps to its first principle where the surrounding system disappears, leaving one in a perhaps mystic admiration and unity with the one in an active enlightenment, the very principle of order without the order that is dependent upon it. Yeah, dude, beautiful. that's a beautiful quote. <laughs> it's a beautiful quote, dude. I was like... <sighs> smell the roses. Yeah, smell the roses, yeah. dude. Smell the marks. This guy wrote a lot about marks. Also, a lot about Castro. Yeah, dude, he like... like he just was name-dropping every so He's often. like, dude, he, like, casually mentioned Castro's land reform thing. He's like, yeah, it's a good thing that he did that. And then he just moved on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then, um... I wish, I wish you had that. That was a banger quote, do you think? <laughs> He was like, even Castro took uh, land from his family. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> um, but in reference to that, he was talking about Aristotle's philosophy, which we'll be talking about tonight. Yeah. Um, particularly in that instance, he was talking about how the good in life uh, isn't particularly what is good for you as an individual. It's the it's the it's what's good for Dasani Water Company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but. Go ahead. Because, I mean, I guess, like, can't Castro getting his land took in and, like, or reforming his land to, like, these, like, cooperative-type farms and doing this with other farms in Cuba during this time. It wasn't necessarily good for him. There was this, like... This yeah, it's, like, good for, like, a greater good, yeah. like, society. Yeah. In some sense. Do you, do, you, do you know the argument? Do you know the finality thing? Dude, I love that, dude. He puts that down beautifully. What are you talking about, the finality argument from, from Lawrence? Yeah. In the sense of, like... X is for Y, so Y is, is greater. Yeah, yeah. I don't have it on me. Um, it well, may be in our notes yeah. if you wanted to look through it, but I could sort of describe it in a basic form. Oh, he says it right here. If X is for the sake of Y, Y is better or more worthy of a rational choice than X. Right. Yeah, rational choice than X. That's Which I almost... Okay, so this... I don't know. Maybe it sounds silly, and I know we're kind of just getting into it as opposed to doing like... I know we said we were going to do Cosman first or Cosman. Yeah. Um, but... We can still, like, yeah. I, I just, here's an interesting objection that I have. Um, it seems like Aristotle wants, to, so this, this I found just, like, silly. Um, it was the quote from Lawrence where he says, I need one of them, dude. You need, I know, dude, I'm telling you, it's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, beep! Anyway. Yeah, it's the beep. Um, no, he says that the metaphysical status, where is this? It was on 66. Um, yeah, thus theoretical activity, contemplation, has that uselessness that marks perfection. <laughs> and that's just so silly to me. Aristotle's whole argument starts with the fact that, well, um, you can't have, you can't have a, reductive uh this is on 66 okay you can't have a reductive uh or like infinite regress of goods mm -hmm. and so therefore there must be one final good for yeah. humanity mm -hmm. otherwise it would be empty and vain and so aristotle is really based on like this basing his argument on this idea of like the fact that the final good can't be empty and vain mm -hmm. and then i don't know if lawrence is misinterpreting here or if he's correctly interpreting but he's like the fact that the contemplative life which for aristotle as i'm sure we'll cover in the episode yeah. is the ultimate good mm -hmm. the fact that it's the ultimate good is because there is no product yeah. and it's 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 you a do hard it for stop. itself you it, do it for itself yeah nothing comes out of it other than exactly there it, and, and in that sense it's useless yeah and so it's the very uselessness that makes it perfect or makes it the ultimate good and i'm like isn't that the whole problem in the first place? Yeah, but I don't know if Aristotle would say it's useless. That's just a weird thing to say, right? Yeah. I think well, he, makes a, he makes a point of differentiation. You got to get between... closer to the mic, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Well, he makes a differentiation between like useful knowledge and useless knowledge. That's not how he words it, right? Uh, so it's not really knowledge itself, per se, but more so this particular contemplative life. Um, and just because something isn't immediately useful, that doesn't mean that it won't be down the line, mm. right? and, which is kind of a redundant point, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to like situate Aristotle here historically, right? Like we yeah. were talking about uh, the impossibility of infinite regresses, yeah. right? Right. That was 
huge during the time. That was the hot topic. That this was, was the like Anaxagoras and yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and then or Zeno, it was Zeno. That's who I was trying to think of. Uh-huh. Zeno, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. With the indivisibility, Atomus, or whatever. Um, and then also uh, with the Greeks. Uh, you also have speculative mathematics with the Pythagoreans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Pythagorean which, some theorem, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. couldn't say the word. Sophomore year geometry, what's yeah. up? <laughs> and like a lot of mysticism surrounding mathematics, Based. right? So it makes a lot of sense that uh, Aristotle would kind of internalize this sort of mystical attitude towards it. Right. Uh, especially seeing as uh, he drives a lot from Plato. Mm-hmm. does the same. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite part of book one was when he was like trying to roast Plato. He goes, he goes, listen, Plato's my boy, but uh, yeah, his <laughs> philosophy sucks. Wait, he's like, <laughs> even though he does the exact same shit, <laughs> bro. He's like, exactly. he was like, um, I know, I know him, but it's, but you know, truth is, we More gotta, we gotta explore boys. truth. Yeah. Instead of like supporting the boys, so he's like, "All right, truth." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, bro, "Bro, what happened to bros before truth?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I did take that to be a big problem with um, Aristotle's philosophies. He's like, "Yeah, um, there's this real big problem with Plato because the good." He says that the good is like one thing and it's existing up here and. But there's a lot of different goods. Like, there's a good flute player, and mm-hmm. what the, what it means to be a good flute player is not the same as what it means to be a good, like, uh, horseback rider or whatever. And then Aristotle goes on to say, yeah, courage is good, though. Mm-hmm. But courage is different for everybody at a different time, mm-hmm. and I can't really tell you what it is in a particular instance. And it's like, oh, so you're telling me that this is just kind of like a form that mm-hmm. you want to say is – all you're doing is moving it from like a mystical realm to like a actualized realm, I guess. Yeah, like he wants. Yeah, right. Like, like, or like, tr- DJ, like DJ apparatus of capture. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while to get out. No, that's not what it is. What's the full name? <laughs> Say it again one more time yeah, for us. DJ yeah. DJ Trismegistus of the Hermetic Order of the Mythic Dawn. <laughs> That's really why he went. Five seconds. That's that my a, cult. That's my cult. That's why he really wanted to come on this show. Yeah, shout out, shout cult. out, Lige Trismegistus. <laughs> He's gonna. You're gonna hear an ad uh, after during our ad break. Hearing a little bit about uh, his cult. So no, I'm mm. kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. It's bring a, joke. a goat. Yeah, bring, <laughs> bring a goat. Bring your goats. Um. Anyways, yeah. So okay, should we cover the Cosman paper? Yeah, we should do that. Okay. Get to the goods. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's good. It's better than Lawrence's paper just because it's an easier read. It was an easier read. It, there was a lot less. Lawrence was long. It was like, what was it, 40 pages? 40 pages of and multiple just, different, like... Yeah, he was throwing stuff at you the And the only time. thing relevant for our class was the human function. The function argument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I should... Uh, we should clarify just for those of you that are wondering at home right now. Um, we're all taking the same class together. So. Even DJ Seabear over there. Yeah. DJ girlfriend, DJ girl, sea bear. I don't. Girl sea bear. Girl sea bear. Girl bear. Girl boss. You know. DJ gaslight gatekeep. What's up? I'm doing sign language again, boys. (laughs) You can't do that in the booth. (laughs) No one can see you. Oh yeah, that's a good point. By the way. Oh, based. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you zoom in? Zoom in. No, because then I won't be able to. Like he won't be able to see you. Oh okay. Barely able to see you now. Oh, good point. Um. Like I had to scoot out. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Corey. Just in case you guys were having some burning philosophical questions, we always are happy to stop our show and answer your philosophical questions if you'd like to call us. DJ, guys, run it down. 512-495-5879. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to pull the mic up. Okay. It's 512-495-5879. That's 512-495-5879. Act now and you'll lose your dick. No. <laughs> hey, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking one of them commercials. <laughs> Keep in mind. <laughs> All right, before we Keep go to Cosmo. are stupid questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Emily would disagree. That's right. She, was it? No, it was Dunlop that told me that. The other oh, day. that was Dunlop, yeah. yeah. All right, one quote before we go on the Cosmo. Lawrence says, as Mark in Aristotelian rather Marks. than in, in uh, oh yeah, as Marks. You said Mark. Did I say Mark? It sounded like Mark. Oh, so, oh, okay, okay. 
in Aristotelian rather than atomist mode, says beyond the realm of necessity begins that development of human energy. Necessity. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't gonna let that one slide, were you? I mean, you know, it's it's for you, dear listener. Yeah, beyond the realm of necessity. Necessity. Jesus. All right, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's been a long day, dude. Oh, dude. Beyond the realm. There we go. Of necessity. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard word. <laughs> <laughs> Just read the rest of it. Beyond the realm of necessity begins necessity. that development of human energy, which is an end in itself. The true realm of freedom, which, however, can blossom forth. Only with the realm of necessity as its basis. <laughs> He's making fun of me now. <laughs> the shortening of the working day is its basic prerequisite. Yeah, so basically Aristotle... It's, it's Marxist. Yeah, no, basically Aristotle's a pre-Marxist, and he's like, dude... People shouldn't be working, bro. Yeah, this like, is crazy. Give me more free time. Yeah. <laughs> for the aristocrats. Yeah, for the aristocrats. The natural slaves, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, on to Kozma? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so... I have written down that Cosman is or Cosman, however you say it. Yeah. Dunlop said it as Cosman, but I was reading it as Cosman. Yeah. Daniel Cosman, Cosman, if you're out there, dude, you it, Daniel, his name's L. A. Cosman. I okay. <laughs> I don't know where I got Daniel from. L. A. Cosman, if you're out there and not dead, and I mean that in the most kind way, because a lot of philosophers are dead, yeah, especially ones we read, bro. Yeah, exactly. But uh, if you're out there. You can shoot us a message on our Instagram, and you too, dear listener, have the ability to shoot us a message on Instagram at philosophy we think, and that is our handle. Um, we will pronounce your name more correctly. That is a handle. Yes. You know, I really don't know. <laughs> Did we read a Daniel? That's what his friends call him. His okay. close person. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. The guy in the cult knows everything, by yeah. the way. Yeah. No, no, he he has foreknowledge actually. So he knows he's omniscient. Um Well me well let me start off by checking out this quote right here. Yeah, yeah, you want to read a quote that kinda Yeah. Is it one that wraps it up? I mean, I guess. Um <laughs> I always I'm always like I'm I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um at the end of like the first page in the Cosmo article he says the good person is not simply one who behaves in a certain way, but one who behaves that way out of it. Behave, but one who behaves that way out of a certain character. Right, yeah. right. So I have it written down that the central question of this article is the cultivation of a certain disposition to feelings. Feeling and actions, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the actions kind of goes without question. I think the real meat of the article yeah. stands in him. Because I think he wants to say everyone focuses on these actions, these, these, this pra- I guess the praxis part. Right. And, but, and he wants to hone in on the feelings, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I don't know. I was kind of left dissatisfied um, with the question of how do – so he, this question he seemed to be asking is how do I become the type of person mm-hmm. who is – because he's specifically talking about emotions, right? Like anger. When I when I feel anger, he wants to say that particular instance of anger is not chosen mm-hmm. in this in this narrow sense that we think of it. Yeah. But he wants to broaden Aristotle's conception of chosen to things that are you chose on. all of the things yeah. that led up to that uh, that mm. that feeling of anger that made you the kind of person disposed to feel anger in that certain way mm-hmm. yeah he so wants like to, habits yeah, yeah yeah exactly he wants to say like yeah there we it can be acted upon right exactly yeah but then he but then in the article he says at some point i couldn't tell you what page it is mm-hmm. he says this therefore calls for a sort of sentimental or emotional education and then he doesn't give anything up he like there's like Three lines on it. He's and like, yeah, this yeah, is what like uh, meditation tries to do, or like modern like uh, masters of feelings. Like, and he says some like three lines, and then he kind of moves on. He's like, it's important to educate on feelings. Moving on. Like, there's no. It's very Aristotelian, I guess, in some sense, <laughs> yeah, because he's like, like, courage is important. Don't really know what it is. Bye. Uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Courage is whatever. Exactly. Courage is yeah. like whatever it calls for in that moment, which mm-hmm. is extremely vague yeah and a, and a problem that i've kind of had with uh aristotle's like eudaimonia mm-hmm. or eudaimonia however you want to say it but like eudaimon Udam- i'm so eudaimon right now <laughs> <laughs> that was an inside joke boys no. um but no it, it, it seems as though aristotle starts with this very common idea of like 
happiness or whatever however you want to translate it flourishing i think flourishing is a better way yeah i think i, I think happy is nowadays for those of you that it. don't know aristotle's main conception of like the best life is happiness which is in greek eudaim well i should say this his main conception of the good life is eudaimonia which generally is translated as happiness but that doesn't really it's misleading the way especially how we we think yeah it. like we conceptualize it in our like modern yeah it's just like oh it makes you feel good these emotions are things that make you feel good it's like yeah. no these, these are things that like lead to lead to you to be yeah. an excellent person or something personally like that. i think contentment is yeah. like is like a better contentment yeah like just being oh like, being content like yeah oh. you, like, you could be going through something really bad but you're like you know what i'm still like okay like, yeah. it's like an underlying Dude, state Aristotle's yeah. the first self-help guy yeah, he's like he's like the self help bro. Like, you gotta wake up in the morning <laughs> and cultivate them virtues <laughs> and buy my pills. Exactly. No, exactly. Take some creatine. <laughs> the creatine was crazy. I mean, everyone in high school had a phase if you did sports where you did creatine for I'm some saying, reason. I do creatine I every morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Okay. I, I do creatine every morning in my tea, dude. Okay. But that's because I listen to a podcast. Andrew Huberman. I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you move on. What? No. I'm... <laughs> what? What's up, bro? bro? We'll fight. I got beef with that guy, dude. Why, dude? I was on his YouTube page and he watches like that guy and it like like. All the, like the the weird podcasts pop up like Joe Rogan, all these guys. I mean, no. all right, yeah, That's... like Jordan Peterson videos. Oh no, oh no. Yeah, he's into. Yeah, no, he's not into that stuff. No, also. but uh, Andrew Huberman is a. He's just like a ophthalmologist and neuroscientist at Stanford. Yeah, I'm and just. So he's like, how does he feel about lobsters? Yeah, I'm just talking. That's an I'm, just talk, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. The guy is actually a scientist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's a cool dude. But anyways, he says creatine is good for brain function. So oh, really? I put it in my morning tea. Yeah, that's what I. That's what he's and talking. what about heroin? I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Um, uh... Yeah, friend in the cult or out of the cult because it, it makes a difference whether or not you have the mystic power. Well, I I don't know who's in dude, the cult. Dude, also why did... knows their masks and okay. Their why did Lawrence say that the I don't think the contemplative life is mi- like quasi mystic. It seems kind of straightforward. Yeah. I don't know. I think Gavin was on some stuff when he was writing this article, bro. <laughs> it's he was part of the cult. <laughs> no, exactly. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, anyways, okay, so back to Kozman. Yeah, yeah, I was just left really dissatisfied, dissatisfied where he's like, these feelings are important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to educate on them, but I yeah. can't really tell you how to do that. Anyways, but the main part of the argument is that your feelings are chosen to some extent when you broaden the idea of chosen. They're chosen and not chosen, right? Is that, is that a good way to say it? Yeah, I think it, de- it, it. Again, this is like defining chosen. What yeah. it means, and he just is. There's like a narrow and a strict sense, and yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to elaborate on that, or do you want to talk first? Should we talk about these like active and passive states? We should talk about them first. Okay. Um, do you want to cover it or? Well, I mean, what I mean, fe- feelings were what like these were, were the passive. Yeah, be, well, feelings were no virtues. Yeah, passions. Did he say the virtues were passed? I thought he was saying virtues were passed. No, he did say passion, right? Well, I think he explored this argument of... We should clarify a little bit. Yeah. We haven't talked about what virtues are. Yeah. Virtues for Aristotle are what seems like... Lawrence would have some disagreements with this. What seems like the way to get at the good life. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know what I mean. Like you, you have courage and you do these things. And I think the common conception of Aristotle is if you do all of these virtuous things, you live the good life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's if, just like summation. If you cultivate like these, yeah, you cultivate these all these things. Yeah, like courage, courage bra- temperance. Yeah, yeah. Mo- yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, how many are over there? There were like seven, nine, and they're all in moderation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, and um, that leads to a life that's. I guess yeah. virtuous. But yeah, describe describe what you mean by moderation. Yeah, so with like courage, for example, right? Uh, it would be the moderation between uh, being cowardly and being brash, right? Like you don't want to never face down a threat or something. I guess we're not uh, Athenian foot soldiers, so it's less applicable. Uh, but you don't want to like be inwardly cowardly, and you don't want to be uh, brash to the point of just starting arguments and being some sort of like toxic alpha male right and nice happy moderation with courage uh that's what uh, aristotle values and so all of his values are like that 
there are moderations between uh, two different extreme states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, oh yeah. This, list- is, this is like the spec. Like when you do the spectrum thing, when you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I would say most of our listeners have probably heard the phrase like the golden mean, and that's where this. Yeah, comes that's from. basically what mm-hmm. Aristotle's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but um, back to these like uh, feelings. These feelings are passions, right? And he's. I mean, he kind of. I mean, uh, Kozman says it right. He says act. He says that actions and feelings are thus for us our modes of of human being. Action. Oh sh. Actions and passions seem in terms reporical concepts, basic to our understanding. Yeah, whatever, dude. Of I the, mean, reporical. No one knows what that means, dude. Though. I'm <laughs> struggling. To, I can't read. <laughs> um, I mean, they're they're just. I mean, these they're just feelings that affect us. They're acted upon us. Yeah. Right. I so, think the I think the important part to distinguish is, Kozman starts out with this idea that there are virtues with like courage or temperance or mm-hmm. things like that. There are virtues that are passive and there are virtues that are active things that you go do through practical the virtues would be there practical Mm -hmm. wisdom things like i need to go and exercise to make myself healthy Mm -hmm. but then there's also like these passive virtues which is what you're saying yeah i think he disagrees with that at the end but i do think he explores it there's these passive virtues of like i can cultivate myself and i thought the example that he gave is better interpreted through a boxing example. Like, Hmm. and I say that because the boxer exercises and does things so that they can be able to take a punch. Yeah. And that is like a passive ability, having the ability to take the punch, to withstand a punch when you're being acted upon is a passive power that you have. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean, I was getting at that. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. Yeah. And so for him, is it like, uh, the passive are always built up through, actives or i think in the end he says that they go together yeah so the the, you feel the feeling for the purpose of acting Mm -hmm. like like you feel fear for the purpose of running away or you feel anger for the purpose of fighting or Mm -hmm. like something like that. okay yeah that's not where he starts out where he starts out is just like this basic analysis of like we have virtues that seem to correlate to feelings and we have virtues that seem to correlate to actions let's analyze that first um, and we're go- it's 9.30, so we're going to go to break. But when we get back, we'll talk about exactly what this cultivation of passive powers looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, the big ticket. Yeah, and the big ticket. No, we're actually not running a big ticket ad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. All right, guys. We, uh, we will be right back. I hope you enjoy Deep in the Heart of Texas Dude, by terrible. Mo Bandy. Uh-huh. Stars at night are big and bright Deep in the heart of Texas The prairie sky is wide and high Deep in the heart of Texas The sage and blue is like perfume Deep in the heart of Texas Reminds me of the one I love Deep in the heart of Texas The coyotes wail along the trail Deep in the heart of Texas Rabbits rush around the brush Deep in the heart of Texas The stars at night are big and bright Deep in the heart of Texas The prairie sky is wide and high Deep in the heart of the sage and blue is like perfume Reminds me of the one I love Deep in the heart of Texas
they keep on shining Shine on the one it's gone and proved and true Blue moon up Kentucky, keep on shining Shine on the one that's gone and left me blue It was on a moonlight night The star is shining bright And they whispered from on high Your love is said goodbye Blue moon of Kentucky Keep on shining Shine on the one that's gone And said goodbye Oh, wait, wait, wait. We gotta run ads. Friend. Most My important friend. part. Yeah, shout out to your friend. My friend. Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Corey's friend. Okay. Yeah. Who? Ma- Maddie. Oh, did you wanna. No, he, we were just. It was a conversation. It was a conversation, and then okay. it, it just went on air. All right. Hello, Maddie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's not listening. She's yeah. a good supporter, though. Yeah, no, she does support a show. She Res- does. She's respect. Always yeah. all over the Instagram. And... She is on our Instagram philosophy, like we think. Dude, is your, does wow. your girlfriend have. She does not. Dude. She's not, but she's in Round Rock, so it's kind of outside the range. Oh, okay. You gotta, you gotta get something to amplify the signal. Oh, they're oh. too. Um, indie kids are too poor for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll be right back. We're literally gonna run like uh thirty-five oh. seconds of ads, guys. What did you say, bro? Hey, this is Eric from Dowsing. You're listening to KVRX Austin HD1 and HD2. Fall in love with the worst times of your life all over again. The Cringe. Sundays at 5 p.m. hosted by DJ DeChico. And DJ Deep Space. Where we embrace all the things we used to hide. Fandoms. Twilight. Minecraft. Creepypasta. Anime. Angsty poetry. Warrior Cats. Only on KVRX 91.7 FM. Yay! Yay, Diego! Dude, 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 that's like after every grad seminar, they go. Yeah, no, literally. Half of oh, them I don't even that. care about I, the seminar. I heard that earlier today. <laughs> okay, y'all talk for. Uh, but, hi, guys. We're Philosophy We Think. We're back. We're uh, not Philosophy We Think. We're actually uh, setting in for them. What? <laughs> oh, he's a little switcheroony. I thought he was just messing with them a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm DJ DeMorgans and I'm uh, DJ um, Slicky 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 Ooh. Slicky Slicky Guys <laughs> And this is DJ I can't top that Oh Fair enough And we got another guest in the booth with us who's just chilling I'm too sexy DJ girlfriend Nice I'm too All right. sexy for my shirt Okay before the break we were talking about uh L.H. Daniel Kozman's uh, paper. <laughs> L.A., bro. L.A. <laughs> Your close personal friend. I'm saying, yeah, me and him are buds. Dude, it's like the 1800s. We uh, send correspondence letters all the time. I yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> uh, but we were talking about his idea that their Aristotle's virtues um, mm-hmm. conceptualized have some time, some are more uh, emotional mostly oriented and some are more action oriented and he wants to like kind of hop in and say well both yeah well but he also wants to say that in a sense feelings are chosen when you become angry yeah that's chosen yeah and he addresses quickly 
a counter argument. Sorry, I just want to get this in. Okay, okay. He addresses quickly a counter argument, which says, "No, Aristotle's actually saying that it's not the feelings; it's how we respond to the feelings." Yeah. We say, "We say I feel anger, but here's the action that I'm going to take in spite of this anger." Mm. And he says, "No, that's actually not true. It's actually the anger itself is your choice." Mm-hmm. And he expands this conception of choice. Yeah, I was going to say, is it is is he saying the anger we've chosen because we haven't habituated some like correct virtues or something like that? Yeah, you got a little ahead of it there, but yeah. Oh, so, I did. Like, oh, we wait. haven't talked about habituation. Oh, yet. yeah, that's true. That sounds like sart bowl bleep. Okay. Yes, you yeah. are correct, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to let y'all talk for a minute because I got a load of ads for the next people. It'll just take me a minute. But y'all talk about what the expanded conception of choice is, if you wouldn't mind. Oh. Uh, it's at the top, Colin. Oh, no, DJ Geist. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna be DJ Jesus after this. You keep on calling me by my fucking <laughs> Christ. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, choice. I didn't really get the stuff on choice, honestly. I thought it was just like just like the... expanding the conception of choice. Oh, where it's like you're he not choosing bro- in particular instances. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem all right. That's my mm-hmm. problem. Every time I come off what do you what are your thoughts on the matter uh there's some complex it's like a feedback loop right with his stuff on habituation mm-hmm. it's like uh choice the degree of choice changes it's like mm-hmm. it's a spectrum yeah uh so it's like whenever I you haven't been working like out because <laughs> i just use the most stereotypical examples if you haven't been working out it's more difficult to go and yeah. work out yeah um but the more that you do it or so I'm told. Uh, the easier it comes. <laughs> Me and Payton worked out for one week, and then we kind of gave up. We're gonna start back next week, though. No, we did. We did. Fi- we worked out on Wednesday. Oh, that's true. Like we moved four bookshelves and then eight boxes of books and all of the shelves on the bookshelves. Like yeah. that's a workout. Yeah. And then we put all the books up onto the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. And this can apply to uh, moral actions as well. Uh, for example, in my cult, right? We've been sacrificing goats every year. Uh, That's crazy. Since, since 1887, right? <laughs> 1887? That's when Mythic Dawn was founded. Oh, okay, okay. Or no, okay. sorry, Hermetic Order. Mythic oh, yeah. Dawn's from Skyrim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, so like, so every year that we sacrifice a goat, yeah. because it becomes more enshrined into like our personal habits, you know, it's just a ritual. It's just something that we do. We don't really give it any moral consideration <laughs> so, anymore. Guys, what is so funny? <laughs> Bro, he's being dead serious. Like, he's explaining it, but, like, he's, like, he's, he's, the go example's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so whenever it screams oh, for its life, you know, you just, because it becomes. Oh yeah, we can't. We yeah, can't. Yeah, 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 oh, is that too yeah, explicit? Go like yeah, too explicit. Yeah. yeah. So whenever we mutilate, yeah, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. But yeah. yeah, so like with moral actions, right? The more you practice something that's moral or immoral, mm. yeah, the less it becomes a choice. The more it just becomes yeah. a habit. It's like thing yeah. that you're doing. This yeah. virtue is gonna come in disposition. You're just kind of naturally gonna do it. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, yeah. I don't know if he wants to say naturally, but like. Yeah, you you and I talked about this. Yeah, no, I think you would say out of nature. Oh, okay. Um, you would do it like out of second nature. Like oh, say, oh mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. that's good. Like yeah, we wouldn't do it like ne- like I do this when I wake up in the morning. It's, you're gonna develop it, and then it's like all right, second. Like, yeah, I think it's like brushing your teeth. Like yeah. you just wake up and you brush your teeth. Some don't. You're gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. if, <laughs> I'm just saying, like if if you don't brush. Your I teeth, know some of them shorties out there. Yeah. Girl, you got stank breath, son. Yeah. Stank breath. Anyway, some dudes do too. Oh, dudes are worse. Yeah, dudes are way worse too when they don't brush their teeth. Whew. Dude, I didn't learn. That's too far of an yeah, aside. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, but like, I, wait, I didn't learn. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't learn that breaking a teacher's hip was bad. All right, bro. Listen, we'll fight, bro. We'll so fight, was that bro. a choice or was that a habit? Oh, a hundred percent, it was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect her hip to break. I'm like, bro, I just thought, you know, it'd be like, ah, pull my ankle. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Pull but, but uh, Aristotle is just expanding this notion of choice. He's like, you're going to habituate these, you're going to c- cultivate yeah. these virtues or whatever. Um, you're going to you're gonna cultivate certain actions, and they're going to lead to a dis- disposition where you're doing it. In exactly. So, so let's, putting this into an example, essentially what you had said to me earlier, and it was funny because I wrote it in my notes as well, was like, 
fake it till you make it oh, is essentially yeah. the whole philosophy yeah, I literally wrote it's it like, down, yeah. act like a virtuous person until you become a virtuous, virtuous person. person like mm-hmm. show up to work out until you are in shape or like you can take like a like i become like okay i say um whenever someone uh knocks like my i've i've used this example with you dj mm-hmm. guys like 17 times by now but like if if i'm at a restaurant oh, and, you I, have, and i've got my my napkin on the side of the table and the waitress i mean yeah okay react no one saw that but like (laughs) but like i i you know i've got my napkin on the side of the table (laughs) and the waitress walks by and knocks it off like i need to first before i become a virtuous person act like the person the thing that i need to do to do the thing that a virtuous person would do so say like a virtuous person is not going to respond and be like, what the heck do like, and just get extremely angry because this, ta- this, you yeah, know, napkin got, she goes to fast food. Like, Calm down. <laughs> right. They just work here. <laughs> but I like, get extremely angry at this napkin getting knocked off the yeah. table. And you, after you make this your habit, then you just become the person who goes, Oh, I'm going to pick up my napkin. Yeah. And then you pick up the it's napkin. That, and it's not a big deal. And that's yeah. exactly. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, now this would, there there goes this goes the other way too of responding with proper anger in some instances so like if someone like does things that we can't talk about on air that it's like oh this is like terrible thing like then you should respond with anger and you should do that in a proper way private ownership of the means production yeah yeah Yeah. exactly yeah Yeah, you know it's crazy talking about that ben like uh ben was making a point you know how we needed no one knows who ben is oh ben's are ben or rooney what i've been calling him lately okay Uh, um yeah we actually like look we might like poke at ben but we do like ben we do oh i love ben yeah um um, he's the he's a he's not the librarian, but it's, that's what we're gonna refer yeah, to. He's him. not the librarian, just the Hegelian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he works in the the reading room in the, in the flexible room. But he was talking about like you know how like Aristotle focuses on like it's not just having these ideals like oh yeah I know this is what like you're supposed to do. It's like actively doing them. Right. So like he brings up you bring up that it's like it's like a lot of like greedy scummy Catholics know that like um, they should support certain things um, or whatever, but then it turns out. They're not. They don't actually have these. They're not actively. Like they have these ideals, but they're not actively doing it. So they're right. not really a. Vir- they're not doing See, these virtuous things. I think there's a. Uh, this is where we run into a flaw with Aristotle, right? Because mm-hmm. it's extremely individualized. Yeah. Or at least the interpretations that we get in a neoliberal hegemony are very individualized. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, uh, whenever radicals. you see rich people <laughs> in media, for example, mm-hmm. right? y'all are radicals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> Whenever, whenever they're painted as antagonists, it's always some personal fault that they do, right? For example, they uh, unalive someone, uh, or they steal some money. Worse, <laughs> yeah, or they steal some money, right? They do something unethical to another person, right? And under Aristotelian conception of uh, morality, they would be a bad person. But if they were to practice the virtues personally, individually under Aristotelian conception, they would be considered a good person, right? right? But the thing is, uh, with this class dynamic, right, it doesn't matter what they do personally, it doesn't matter what virtues they exhibit individually, Mm -hmm. it's their very existence as people who own the means of production within a society that has a profit incentive that leads to exploitation and suffering it's their very existence then that is the non-virtuous thing yeah even if and, they recognize the virtuous thing mm-hmm. yeah and that's not to say that they're an individually not virtuous person mm-hmm. it's saying within a systemic dynamic it's not virtuous yeah right and that's something that aristotle fails to consider but you can't fault him for that at all because he was just living it up in a toga in athens yeah and um you good there yeah no we're good keep going okay okay. and um that's all a good point i think we got a little sidetracked but we's talking about like i mean not really sidetracked i think it all like adds to the conversation actually Mm -hmm. but um there's a good there's there's this point where like we's talking about like fake it till you make it right where you have to impersonate the i'm gonna read the quote he says on this view one becomes virtuous by impersonating a virtuous person and in that impersonating through the process of habituation becomes a virtuous person who one impersonates. So this is just like you have to like actively just do these things. Aristotle thinks individually, I guess mm-hmm. you just have to actively do these things to become a virtuous person. Right. Until you make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But exactly. also, Cozy wants to point out it's not just actions 
it's also feelings, right? The, the, that's what we've been honing in on. Yeah. Hang on just a second. Everybody you, stop talking. I've, I've been told we're having like a feedback on the radio. No, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. All right, we're good. I, I don't know. If, if you guys are hearing a feedback, uh, my apologies. I'm not sure what the problem is. We're not seeing anything on our end. So, um, Anyways, moving on. Yes, you you are correct though. Yeah. Uh, it is this it is this habituation mm-hmm. that makes you into the virtuous person yeah. for for Aristotle, mm-hmm. um, and it is like a fake it till you make it. Yeah. Do you want to go in a little? Do you want to go in a little bit of details about the this these set of like complex complex like they're complex right they're they're right 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 yeah that's kind of what we were referencing at the start of the episode yeah yeah, yeah we can talk about that do do you want me to talk about it or yeah do you, yeah you, you start yes yeah, yeah so essentially so we've what we've been talking about up until now is this expanded notion of choice mm-hmm. when it comes to being a virtuous person and assessing the ethical life like saying for aristotle yeah and saying like what do we when we're asking a question of who's who's a good person or what what is what is good uh you have virtues and virtues can be both out of emotion or, or in reference to emotion or in reference to action. And this particular article that we read by Kozman is talking about the feelings that you have. L.A. Kozman, yes. L.A. Daniel, L.H.D. <laughs> Daniel Kozman. No, but uh, it is, he's referencing these, these feelings that you have and saying that these two are a choice. And then he tries to expand this conception of choice and says it's not that you particularly – in an instance, choose to be angry. It's all of the things that you chose up to that point that made you the person to become angry. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about, sorry, I'm trying to follow this line of thought. He talks about the way that you would gain these these proper virtues that make you a good person is by habituation. You continually do the thing that the person would do. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to forget... Uh, what you just told me to talk about. Oh, the complex. These. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So so then he sort of closes out, and this is perfect because it's 9.50, so we can we – can, Yeah, we really covered this article, honestly. Yeah, we can close out a little early. We're not going to get through the Lawrence article, but I've got another song for you guys, um, <coughs> so that will be perfect. We'll, we'll play a song. We'll run yeah, We're back to our boring selves. Yeah, we're back. Dude, this was a good episode. It was not like random whateverness. Yeah. Or we could just talk with DJ Girlfriend a little bit. We can just talk whatever. No, 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 no. Continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to finish this article, but I'm saying after, yeah, yeah, after, after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the sort of final point that he makes in this article, Kozman that is, is that these virtues that we've been talking about that are s- the separation of feelings and uh, uh, an action, which for those of you that know Aristotle, you'll know that his ethics is very oriented towards action. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, you can't just be a good person you have to do the good yeah. thing um which actively I've, be doing it yeah exactly uh <coughs> essentially he's saying like a, a person who would be courageous could be ethical in their sleep and you can't have a person person that's ethical in their sleep and yeah. i think there's some like interesting points to be made there because then it's like well what if i don't have the ability to be well uh, yeah these, that that has problems in itself but that's aristotle's uh point of view um the point being these virtues that Aristotle says are oriented towards feelings and action, Kozman says have both. Mm-hmm. So you have feelings in accordance with for the purpose of creating an action. So you say like, well, I feel anger because I want to uh, like, or because it's proper to fight back, yeah. or I feel fear because it's proper to run. Yeah, flee, right? He says exactly. Flee, yeah, yeah. Or um, and this is like the cultivated like correct ones right yeah exactly exactly and i wonder if you can even so you want to cultivate the proper feeling yeah feeling the proper amount of fear so that five guys coming at you your response in that fear should be the run yeah run yeah yeah or eat the burger yeah exactly oh Oh, that was good that was good that was good um but no like you should like you need to cultivate the proper feelings so that you can take the proper actions and i think even this in this sense there's an argument to be made that the feelings are more fundamental and i think you can even make a further argument that might be problematic for kozman Mm -hmm. that the involuntary particular instance is more fundamental Mm -hmm. and so then you're not really choosing but i I don't know yeah it gets in this like this is me you talked about before it's like like that yeah but yeah 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 but but his point here is that these go together and so it's not that we have separate virtues for feeling and separate virtues for action it's that every virtue is 
worth doing for the purpose of having the feeling to take the action, action that yeah. is virtuous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're that's kind, where we get. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like related to each other, right? They're they're, they're connected. Yeah, they're, conne- they're, they're connected to each other. Yeah. yeah. If you have the correct feeling, if you have this, if you have the, if you have the correct disposition, you're gonna have the correct feelings and correct action to respond to. I mean, to uh, live well, or yeah, or mm-hmm. like if a situation appears, like I get like five guys coming at you, yeah, and then you run. You should run away. Exactly. Now. But yeah. the question is, what is the correct disposition? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the whole problem with like Aristotle. Is there's no specificity. Yeah, uh, being a Greek aristocrat. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Peyton knows my critiques that I say all the time. His, you gotta get closer to the mic. His ethics just justify his political theory. Elitism. Yeah. Yeah, but that. Yeah. There's some. That's not to say there's not good stuff. Everything you're saying. That's good right. Stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We should. I mean, we should know. There's a lot of stuff that's like just trash in aristotle that yeah. we're kind of throwing out we're only focusing on like the stuff that's like useful or like to some extent like uh can contend in modern thought like yeah. e- even still you, you guys the listeners you guys have seen yeah that like we all three have disagreements with the stuff that we've given you and that's the good stuff yeah so it's like this is not like yeah this is not to say that we agree with aristotle or no. that we are uh like when, saying that oh well you know like here's some bad ideas that he has but like there's better ones that like nah this is no. like top top of the top for him yeah <laughs> a little portion of self-help yeah exactly yeah okay guys habits. build habits dude build yeah. it's crazy build deleuze habits. wrote a self-help book yeah 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 was it called practical like philosophy yeah practical philosophy he like it's like about spinoza or some crap <laughs> that's up uh, uh, that. so that's dj uh principal sufficient reasons hot take yeah. oh yeah yeah all right guys it's 9 55 uh i think we had a good episode tonight. i think i think we're back to being our us yeah yeah this is this felt like philosophy we think mm-hmm. um if we you guys covered a whole g- paper dude we did we're if not you- gonna co- hey, we're gonna be i'm gonna keep it at, i'm gonna keep it 200 bucks with y'all <laughs> this lore this lawrence paper is never gonna get covered it's it like might, 50 it pages might. just like logical nihilism we're gonna cover that eventually too <laughs> yeah uh by jillian russell but um anyway, i'm actually interested in that one though yeah it's a good paper um, okay, guys, it's uh, 9.55. This is DJ DeMorgans signing off for the night. If you guys want to give us a call, you can. We'll be here for another five minutes, uh, 512-495-5879, and we'll answer your little philosophy questions if you've got any burning ones. Uh, DJ Geist is signing out, bro. Yeah. DJ Trismegistus going back for my goat. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't want to call us or we can't pick up at the time, then you can always uh, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophywethink. DJ Girlfriend, did you want to sign out? Uh, DJ Girlfriend, signing out. Also, quick question. For me? What are your thoughts on Aristotle? He cool. Okay. I mean, okay. He cool. Okay. As a book closed. He cool. He cool as a Case person. closed. Case closed. He Case closed. Case closed. In show. All right. All right. In show. <laughs> this is done. He cool as a person or he cool as in his philosophy as I? I mean, I learned about him when I was about... 15 i'm All right. 23 now so yeah like yeah so you just weren't you just weren't ready yeah. aristotle you know, says you can't you I can't do like, philosophy I as a young person so oh, all right guys Mwah. have a good night Mwah. Mwah. Mwah.